Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Humanware uh, Braille Display Seminar. My name is Tyson Ertz. I'm going to be the host today. I'm going to issue out the CEU codes. So that code for today is 284AB. I'll say that one more time. It's 284A like Alpha, B like Bravo. Thank you. And I'm going to turn this over to Peter. Rock and roll. Thank you so much, Tyson. How's it going, everybody? Uh, this is Peter Tusick, brand ambassador of Blindness Products for Humanware. Some of you we may have met along the way. <laughs> I'm always curious to see who's in the audience. It's always nice to see everybody. And this year, unfortunately, we can't do it in person. So a little bit of a different flavor, but you will still get kind of a preview and a kind of an intro into what's going on with humanware um, in regard to our Braille products. So I'll be talking about the BrailleNote Touch Plus in terms of uh, some updates that we've just recently completed and also about some of the things that are coming onto the device. And then I'll spend some time talking about what's going on with uh, some refreshable Braille displays and talking about two new products that some of you may have heard. I, I know I discussed them briefly yesterday in the Bits presentation uh, that I was doing with some other vendors. And that would be uh, just a kind of time to talk about the Chameleon as well as the Mantis Q40. And then, of course, taking questions. So I, I am all about uh, all about talking with you guys, not at you guys. So it's always my style. So we'll absolutely leave some time for that. I'm first going to talk a little bit about what's new with the BrailleNote Touch Plus. For those of you who um, maybe have not been with us on this journey, we came out with the BrailleNote Touch Plus last February. So February of 2019. The BrailleNote Touch ran on Android. Um, it, it was that same sort of key soft environment, but we moved it forward to the BrailleNote Touch Plus, which now runs Android 8.1. So we're running Android or Oreo, and we're certainly looking at what we need to be cognizant of in terms of upgrading the Android side of things as well. I know that that is something that frequently comes up. I also, you know, when somebody asks about that operating system, and they'll say, well, when are you going to go to Android 9? Or when, when can we go to Android 10? The answer is we can do that because we do have hardware that supports future versions of Android. We're using a Qualcomm Snapdragon 820 as our board, and that does support newer versions of Android. But I always say it's, it really comes down to functionality, right? What is Android 9 or Android 10 going to give us in terms of A, stability, and B, from the underside of things and looking at what Keysoft gives us, what is the benefit there? So we're certainly looking at what we can do in terms of moving that forward. But as a result of running Android 8.1, we are able to work with modern applications. So the most current versions of all of our apps, right? Even something like a Google Classroom or a Google Drive, on the original BrailleNote Touch, those apps reach a certain point where they will no longer update just due to the, the operating system. Doesn't mean that they're not supported by Google. So if there, there are any original Touch users out there, you can certainly still use all of your applications and there are many things that will work and you are, are getting security and security patches and things from Google because it is still supported. But some of those apps won't run in terms of you know, the modern, most current versions of the apps because they're limited by that operating system. So keep that in mind. With the BrailleNote Touch Plus, we made a lot of upgrades in terms of just the, the, 
speed of the device. So it's, it's way, way faster, um, even to the point of the simple boot up time, right? From about a minute, what used to take 50, 60, 65, 70 seconds um, on the original touch now will take us about 15 seconds on the touch plus. We kept and improved the camera. So we're working with a far, far, far better camera in terms of the megapixels. And again, the reason why the camera is important is we use it for OCR. The device does come with KNFB Reader installed so that you can take a picture and go from print to Braille uh, all in you know, all on, all on board. And that's been a better camera. So the stability is there, but really it, it comes down to the Braille first applications. And that's what still makes the note taker and sets it apart from a regular sort of Braille display that we might use with JAWS or with voiceover. The note taker gives us the ability to have a linear sort of structure. When we look at, you know, all of our menus, all of our, everything is presented in list form. So we're able to bring in and work with content in a Braille first way. Um, everything from the Braille first word processor, email client, um, the web browser, we're using Google Chrome, which I will touch on. Um, all of that is made for a blind user, right? It's made for a Braille first, Braille centric sort of user, even though they are mainstream sort of application. So when we think about the word processor, we're working in Braille, but those files are immediately converted to DOCX, for instance. Um, and that's something we, we, when we come out with updates and when we look at updates, we really try to think about how we're going to be able to improve the functionality of the device. So with the update we came out with a couple of weeks ago, we introduced a new calculator, which I will demonstrate. So the calculator gives us the ability to work with Nemeth code or UEB math um, and do that in right within the calculator so we can perform calculations in your preferred Braille math code. And that was, and also gives us the ability to work with fractions and do a lot of that sort of stuff. So that is a huge improvement for, especially for those of those of our friends and users who are in school. Um, and the other, the other pieces, we brought in the ability to work with one-handed mode, which I'll demonstrate as well. So we have had one-handed mode on the Braille note takers since the very first device. Uh, but it, we, we definitely had to come around and get that onto the touch plus because it was not on the product. So one-handed mode is there. Also, Braille tables. And I know for many of us who are Braille users like myself, we learn Braille and, you know, we're, we know contracted Braille and that's kind of what we learn as kiddos. But a lot of times when we think about Braille devices, when you work with Braille codes, you're always walled into entirely contracted or entirely uncontracted Braille. What we've sought to do is to give somebody a way to grow into the device. So give somebody the ability to work through learning tables, which are, they follow Braille reading curriculum. So if, if you're working with many of us in this country, um, in the United States who learned Braille, many of us learned through probably what's, uh, what's called patterns, the pattern series, but you may have used something else. There, there are so many different Braille learning tables that are built into Duxbury that we now have on the Braille Note Touch Plus, which will allow for somebody to, um, again, to work and read and write in the contractions that are applicable to that level. And I'll, I'll demonstrate what this means because it, it can be something that it, it's very specific to someone who is learning Braille or is new to Braille. But our, our goal here is we want our youngest or newest Braille users to grow into the device and to only work with the contractions or Braille codes that they know. So we did bring that into the 
latest update to Keysoft. Now, if you have the a Braille Note Touch Plus and you want to get the update, if you're not sure where it is, I am on the main menu. And if I press the letter A, all applications and come to here is all applications. And if I press enter, main menu all apps, I will enter main my menu all apps, all applications menu, and I can press the letter K to move down to key updater. And that is where we will update Keysoft. So key I'm going to press BRF. K and come down. Key, 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 ma- key math, key plan, key updater. And here's key updater. And this is where I would press enter and it will look for that update if I'm connected to Wi-Fi. So that is where we would go. Once we have that update installed, it will take a couple of seconds, then we'll be good to go. And we can we can work with the new features that I'll that I'll be demonstrating. Just a reminder, the BrailleNote Touch Plus uses USB-C charging. So it's not uh, as well as for data transfer. So it's doesn't really matter what way you plug it in. I know on the original units and sometimes when you get proprietary sort of chargers, it can be a problem where ports break and things like that. So we've tried to address that as well. Um, And we also announced today, which I will definitely talk about as well as a new product in the Brilliant line of Braille displays that will be coming. So we're going to also be using USB-C and different types of Bluetooth on that device as well, which I, I will touch on. But in terms of Keysoft, I'm going to talk about the calculator. I'm going to come back to the main menu. Main menu. Contact. And I am going list. to press the letter C. Calculator. And we're going to come into the calculator, and I'll just, again, give a brief kind of rundown of what we did. So I'm going to press enter. Edit box. Key calc. Now, I am in my edit box, and one of the most important pieces here is you may want to set your preferred Braille code. By default, I believe it will be set to UEB math. Now, everybody, um, especially if we have friends north of the border or somewhere else uh, where they're using UEB math, That is awesome. I am very weak in my UEB math uh, game. I definitely can do it, but I'm a Nemeth code user. And many of us in the States still use Nemeth when it comes down to um, math instruction. Even though UEB math is absolutely a viable tool and it's used, uh, you know, a code, it's used all over the place. Uh, We've we've still see Nemeth code being taught and many states are still using it as their official math code. Not all, but many. So if you want to change that, if I'm in the calculator and I press space with the letter M as in menu, um, I'm going to enter the context menu. Context menu. Clear. Space with dots three, five, six. And this is where I find all of my shortcuts. So again, one of the major, major pieces of the BrailleNote Touch Plus is the ability for us to have all of those shortcuts, all of that linear sort of menu structure so that you can come in here and find what is, you know, all of the shortcuts that we might want to work with. And I'll talk about that when we look at actually typing in equations. But if I press the letter S... Show results as settings. And come down to settings. And if I press enter, I will have a preferred Braille code here. Preferred Braille code. Preferred Braille code. Nemeth. So right now it's set to Nemeth. If I press enter here, I will come into a drop-down list where I can choose Nemeth or UEB. Or if you are working with French math, um, we do have the Braille code for that as well. So I'll come in here. You can preferred see. Preferred Braille so we have code. Nemeth. Nemeth. UEB. Francais Mathematique. And there's our Francais Mathematique, right? So you can set your Braille codes here, and there are a couple Latex and computer of Braille. other options here, like uh, Latex and computer Braille and so on. So you can set to different codes. I'm going to put this on Nemeth. Ooh, Nemeth. And Preferred I'm going to press Braille my code. back button edit box. into my edit Take box. Out. Now, at this point, I can work with it just typing in Nemeth code. So if I type in something like 5 plus 5 in Nemeth, 
and press enter. Five plus five equals ten. And that result is shown in Nemeth code as well. You do have a history, so you can copy this to the clipboard and paste it into uh, a key math document, which is very, very useful if you're showing work for your teacher. Um, I know a lot of us despise showing our work, but it's extremely important. And it gives us the ability to do that because we can recall the history if we wanted to by using our thumb keys, we can look at previous calculations. In terms of the power here, it is able to do the scientific functionality that was lacking when it comes to um, what we had with the Braille Note Touch and, and Braille Note Touch Plus. This is going to behave much more like an apex calculator in that we are able to bring in things like fractions or cubed roots and so on. So if I do write something like the cubed root of nine, let's clear this. Cleared. Uh, let's do the cubed root of eight. So if I if I do my one, two, six, three, AR, eight, ER. So again, I wrote the cubed root of eight with the termination side. When I press enter, I'm going to get, again, the TTS, the text-to-speech is going to say um, this root squared and radical Square things. root of power, three, eight equals two. Right, so the cubed root of eight equals two. Again, the TTS will not voice that as, as well because it doesn't, there's still very few TTSs that are able to work with and voice uh, mathematical content in terms of math speak. Um, I can also use this, though, if I wanted to. So if I press enter with G, I can render how my um, results are being displayed. So if I want to... Square root of power, 3, I can eight press equals enter with two. G. Show results as fractions. And it will toggle between showing the results as fractions or decimals. So when I have it set to fractions, I could type something like one-third plus one-third, and, and again, add up those fractions or do what I need to do as well. So you can change the rendering mode, um, which is something that people had asked for, for for a long time in regards to being able to work with fractions and also um, doing decimals and things like that. So we wanted to bring that in. The other piece of this is if I want to know what is doable. So I'm thinking, well, I, you know, I, I know there's some scientific functionality here, uh, but how am I going to be able to work with this? If I press backspace with dots three, five, and again, this is all in my menus, it's all in the context menu. But if I press backspace with three, five, for those of you who use key math, you know that that is the insert symbol menu. If I do that here. Symbols list. Name of symbols table list. It will give me all of the operations that the calculator can perform by category. So if I have numbers, just numbers, right? It will show the numbers. Operations. I can come in here and see all the operations I can handle with their appropriate Braille symbols. Mathematical constants. We have uh, just this, again, it's a symbol selector, but everything that is in here is what you will be able to work with in the calculator. So as you go through these, you will see all of those symbols. You can press enter and put them right into the, your calculation and do everything from simple division or multiplication all the way up to, as I showed, you know, your factorials or your cubed roots or fourth roots or whatever it may be. So that will be there as well. I'm going to come box, back to the main menu. End of field. So again, a key revamped main menu. version of Contacts, the calculator. Key list. Uh, we're very excited to have brought this forward. So check it out and hopefully um, you will be able to use this when you go back to school in the fall or, or as you're kind of working through your online things this summer. So we wanted to get it out the door. The other piece was one-handed mode. And one-handed mode, for those of you who don't have the full use of both hands, is something that we've always had on our products and we've finally brought back to the Touch Plus. So in order to turn that on, and some may not be familiar with how one-handed mode works, 
if I press enter and my action button, so my action button is located on the right side of the device. If I press enter and my action key, I'm going to hold them down for about five seconds. One-handed mode activated. While I, holding down enter, press and hold the action button to deactivate. And it tells me that it's activated, and it also tells me that I will do the same thing to deactivate. So remember, enter is your right pinky. Um, and you're holding enter and that action button for about five seconds. Now, once I'm in one-handed mode, it's very straightforward. Basically, what this does is I push, let's just say I'm, I'm on the main menu right now, and I want to move my focus to the word processor. What I need to do is to type the letter W, I will type the dots, you know, the braille dot combination for W, so it could be two, four, five, six, and then I press space, and it will input that letter. So if I press space, word processor, it takes what I keyword. pushed and, and sends that through. So two, four, five, six, then I hit space, and the W becomes um, put in, and that's how you use one-handed mode. So if you're typing, um, you would you basically type the combination of dots in the particular character you want, and then press the space bar, and that character is, is put into the document. If you want to type a space, you would hit space twice. And if you're, if you're trying to activate a command that requires the space bar, you need to begin that command with space. So for instance, if I wanted to go to the options menu, the command is space with O, but I don't want to just type in 135 and then hit space because that will put an O in. We'll just think I'm typing an O. If I want to actually type O with space, I will hit space, then 135, and then space again. And it will throw options me into menu. the options menu. Configure so, language again, profiles. One-handed mode is very straightforward, but it is something that um, was not was not here, and now we're glad that it is here. So you can certainly turn it on. One quick note is when you do have one-handed mode on, you will be reminded of that when you wake your unit up, um, when you when you power your unit on. It will say, "Hey, one-handed mode is on." Just so you know, if you want to deactivate, we're going to press and hold Enter with our action button, and I'm going to do that now. And for about four seconds, one-handed we'll mode deactivated. All right. Now we're in the options menu, so I will talk a little bit about the Braille learning tables. So if you are an instructor or you're working with students who um, are following various Braille learning uh, curriculum, and you, uh, these are all in Duxbury, so you may already be familiar with them, you will notice that some Braille curriculums are not here. Um, it, it would come down to them having a learning table as part of Duxbury, and, and that is going to be what determines if your current uh, curriculum is supported. So I'll show you where that is. But let's just say that for this, for our all intents and purposes, we're looking at the UEB takeoff series, um, which is from the, I believe it's an RNIB uh, in England, but it is a UEB learning curriculum that we will have full access to on our website. Um, we're getting that done as we speak. So we will have the ability to have a curriculum for those of you who want to follow one with all of the you know necessary documents and so on. But if you're using it, you can set your Braille table, your input or you know your Braille output to match the current level that you are on. So when I'm in the options menu, if I want to do that, I can press enter on configure language profiles, which is where I am now. Select the language profile and it's going to, to configure. Ask me what primary language, language profile profile I want to configure. I'm just going to say primary and I'll show you where these tables live. Configure language profiles. Right. So once language I'm, profile. I've selected my primary language profile, I'm in the, the profile setup. And this is where I would go to change the voice or the input or output grades. If I press the letter L. 
Literary Braille Table, English UB Duxbury Grade 2. I currently have my Literary Braille Table set to English UEB Duxbury Grade 2. That means it is the Duxbury UEB Braille Contracted Braille Table. If I press Enter here, I will pull up a list. Literary Braille Table. Of all English. of the Braille tables that we support. And now these are in categories. So before, English was down in the E's, right? You might have Espanol and various English grades. With the learning tables, we found that it added so many more Braille codes that we've broken this up into categorizing it now by name. So English is its own category. If I press my next thumb key, you would see Afrikaans. Afrikaans and all of the other languages that we support all the way down to, you know, Korean or uh, Yoruba or everything. All of your Braille tables are here. But if I press enter on English. English. Literary Braille table. English Australia pre-unified Duxbury so at this grade point, one. This is where I would choose an English Braille table that I want to work with. And if I come down past the English Australian stuff. In, 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 English slash American textbook distinct emphasis Duxbury grade so two. So again, I don't know what that Braille code is, but somehow there is an English American textbook uh, distinct emphasis Braille code. But if I come down, I will see some of these curriculum uh, sort of Braille tables, such as Mangold or TSBVI. I'm going to come down here. English, English, English slash British Duxbury grade in English, English, English slash Moon Duxbury grade two. English, English slash South African pre-unified bra bra Braille easy steps. Oob book six. So you'll, you're seeing here, this would be the easy step series. So if I was currently working in book six, I could press enter and use that. I'm going to find the takeoff series. So I'm just going to press T. Takeoff. Oob series zero. Okay. So series zero would mean that'd be the, the first series, which would be totally uncontracted Braille. But let's just say I put myself on table one. Takeoff. Oob series one. Okay. So I'm going to press enter here and actually set my Braille table to the UEB takeoff series one. And what Configure happens language is... language profile. Literary Braille if table. If I come back to takeoff, the main oob, menu... series one. Main menu. Contacts. Key now, list. what I'm seeing is, so the word contacts is not contracted because in the first series, um, it introduces certain contractions, but not all contractions. So, for instance, if I look at the word internet. Internet. Chrome. The IN is, is shown here. So, if you think about the word internet, we should have an ER contraction. The word Chrome should have a CH contraction. They do not. However, there is an IN. So again, because I'm working in or I'm, I'm following that Braille table, it's going to allow me to now have some, you know, an in-between, if you will, uh, contracted and uncontracted Braille. So you can certainly set your, if you're, if you're learning Braille and you're following one of those curriculums, you can set them. And there are, there are, there are several there. Um, I know that Mangold method is there, the takeoff series, um, TSBVI clusters. Uh, there are easy steps. There are lots of them uh, that, that are existing, and those, again, are found in Duxbury. For those of you who produce Braille, um, you may have already kind of been familiar with those. All right. I am going to, at this point in time, take I, – I wanted to have – if anybody has any Braille note-specific questions – I would be happy to answer them before I move on to some other Braille displays, if that's all right. So uh, if we want, if anybody wants to Alt-Y, if you're on your computer, Option-Y if you're on a Mac. Um, if you're using an app, you may have to go into More, and there will be a raised hand button. But uh, if I'd be happy to take some questions if anybody has any Braille note-specific questions before I move on to Braille displays. 
You know, five hands going up. So Rock the roll. first one, we got uh, Darian. Uh, well, first, I missed oh, the name of this right um, Braille note taker. Um, and um, it sounds like it uses a Braille style keyboard, a Braille, yes. right, Braille keyboard. And um, I have dexterity issues, and they aren't the sort where it would be solved with me just using one handed mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also run into problems. Uh, so I, I have the QWERTY keyboard. And um, I have heard through the grapevine that you're not going to be supporting that in the future. So what does someone like me do who enjoys having a Braille note taker um, but needs access to sure. sure. Braille keyboard? So you you can certainly, we, we're certainly supporting Bluetooth keyboards. So if you have a QWERTY Bluetooth keyboard, all of the commands in Keysoft are mapped to QWERTY commands as well. So you can use, I have a, a, I love the KR, I have a Logitech K380 that I use. And with the BrailleNote Touch Plus, which is the name of the note taker, you can certainly use a USB or Bluetooth keyboard if you would like. Um, We certainly support that. And would that allow me to, uh, the other problem I've run into with the Apex QWERTY um, is if I'm in a Braille document, I have to do the, and I want to find something, I have to do the control F Mm -hmm. using the Braille and I can't do that. And the other thing is I can't use it as a Braille device with my phone. So are there solutions? So I, I think I, I, when it comes to the actual Braille display side, I'm going to be talking about the Mantis Q40, and I think that okay. will very much interest you, um, which is a brand new product. And I think it will kind of be exactly what you're looking for in terms of a simple Braille output device, but with full QWERTY input and functionality. So I'll, I'll be talking about that. But we do, on the BrailleNote Touch Plus side, we certainly support Bluetooth um, and USB keyboards. So it's okay. certainly something that, and all of those commands are mapped. So you would be able to do, you know, any any Braille command has a QWERTY equivalent um, okay. that you could use in, in our applications. But thank you so much. Thank you. All right. And we have Victor, who's on the line next. Victor. Hey, how you doing? Good, Good. how are you? Both, sir? How would you use the camera? Because I know it doesn't work on the iPhone anymore. I don't know why. But I'm just curious to know, how would you use it on the Braille Note Touch Plus? And I'm trying to get the commission to get me one because it's way out there. And I'm, I just started a new job with Amazon. So you know how that goes. I'm going to need it for the Rock job. Well, that, um, it's, it's awesome to start a new job. This is a great, uh, a fascinating time to be starting new jobs, right? It's also remote. But to answer the question, in terms of the camera, it is center, you know, it's centrally located on the back of the device. What I tell most, and, and we all know for all of us who are blind, it can be a challenge to line up when, when it comes to OCR to get a good photo can be a challenge. I always recommend using your elbows as, you know, as kind of the, the stand, if you will. So you're going to hold that up. The action button on the right side of the device will take a picture when you're in KNFB Reader. So you don't have to find that take picture button. Okay, so what, Peter, what about, what about when you lift up the keyboard? That's glass right there. Wouldn't you put the document under there? No, yeah. So you would actually you would you would hold the tablet up in the air. So the key the camera's on the bottom. So the you would actually lift the tablet and you would, you know, 
you would you would hold it above your picture, you know, above your document, and you would use the side button, the right side button, to take the photo. The glass is a visual display. That's you can type on. You can use. Uh, it has nothing to do with the camera. Um, the keyboard does cover the glass, but that is you know it, it just flips down. The actual unit itself, the camera is on the back. It's on the bottom of the unit. So you would lift the unit itself up, position it over your document, and take a photo. It will allow you to work with KNFB Reader or you know money identification or any sorts of you know any sorts of um, apps that, that need camera access. We we do have that camera, and there are LED lights on each side of the camera to get a good image as well to sort of stabilize and, and get a nice camera image. And then can you take that image and put it into a document if you need to, like if it's instructions or yes, if it's an yes, address you can, somewhere? Yeah, you can certainly save that information. And we're also looking at ways of making that a little easier, um, ways to import or, you know, work with PDF files and such directly in the word processor. Um, that is something we're working on and, and looking at. So certainly something that we can, um, it, that, that you could do. Peter, is, okay, is there Peter, a Peter, we're gonna... right now for it? Yeah. Peter, we're going to need to move on. We got several hands raised. Rock, rock and roll. And please, we will have an open session on Thursday that I will talk about. So please come to our open session because we'll, it'll be more of a roundtable discussion as well. So we'll, okay. Mitchell, we'll get there. you go ahead. Mitchell, you're Mitchell, we'll go. do right. one or two more, and then I'm gonna then I'm gonna move on to Braille displays. I have two quick questions. Got to try and keep them brief. When um, I'm using Chrome, especially on websites that have a lot of video advertisements that I cannot control. Sometimes Chrome kind of uh, get, gets really laggy and um, gets really slow. Is there like a way? Is there, are there any suggestions for settings to improve that? Definitely would have to look. I would have to. You know, I'm I'm not sure. Um, what I would suggest you do is if you can provide us with some examples. So if if you can send an email to Humanware Live, which is our live webinar email address, Humanware Live at humanware.com. If you send an email there and let us know, because then the only way I can, we, we'd have to reproduce it and I can figure something out, but we, we need to look at and see uh, why those websites might be funky. In general, the, it is a full version of Chrome, so you should not be having lag and all that craziness. I can understand if it was something very flashy, but um, I, I'm happy to give it a look. So if you can send okay. an email to humanware live at humanware.com, I will do my best to, to figure out and see what's going on. Okay. Yeah. One quick question about um, P- PDFs. So I try to, uh, for KNFB Reader, it allows you to just scan the PDF, but I'm, if there's already like an accessible PDF, um, I've tried to use Drive, but it, right. it, I can't change pages. So you can change pages if, so to answer your question, we're working on it. Uh, you will, we will, we do have an uncurrently um, an alpha version of PDF support in keywords. So taking the text from a text PDF and, and opening it directly in the word processor, that is coming very soon. So that'll be a major game changer. Right now, when you open a PDF in Drive PDF Viewer, if you turn off Touch Braille uh, with your outer thumb keys and you swipe up with two fingers on the visual display, you can change pages um, by swiping up with two fingers. So that maybe give that a whirl, but I've definitely, we're looking at making PDFs far easier in keyword. So thanks, Mitchell. Great. Uh, Do you have time for one more? We'll do one more. Yep, one more, and then I'll I'll do some Braille, and then we'll, we'll certainly have more questions as well. Jessica, you should be allowed to talk. Hey, Peter. How's um, it going? Great. Quick calendar question. Uh-huh. Me and a whole bunch of other people have noticed that it's not the easiest thing in the world to create a uh, 
shoot, multi-something. Um, anyway, you can't create, that's what it is, recurring appointments. Mm-hmm. You can't create them. So you, Why not, cert- and is that coming? You certainly can. Um, I demonstrated it on an episode of Humanware Live, and if, if uh, I can get you that episode. wasn't there. Yeah, I'll send it. I'll get it over to you. But it's you okay. can set repeating patterns within the calculator. You do need to go into the. I'm sorry, in the in the calendar. calendar. You need to go to the. There's a drop down list when you create an appointment, and you would choose daily, and then you would choose the various or weekly or whatever it's going to be, and you can set a repeating pattern. You can certainly do that, um, and I I will send you the episode where I where I demo that. Um, okay. And for everyone out there, yes, you, you can set repeating patterns. It can just be a little funky if you don't know how to do it at first. It can be kind of confusing. So hopefully that'll clear it up. Okay. And then when you get to it, I have a Victor question at some point, too. We'll, we'll get there on Wednesday. <laughs> on Wednesday. What time? Wednesday, Wednesday at the same time, uh, 6 o'clock Eastern. On Wednesday, we'll be I'll be doing the Victor Reader uh, portion of things. Okay. All right. Thanks, thanks. Jessica. Thank you. All right, everybody. I I will get back to questions, but I do want to talk about a couple of other pieces here. Um, Very, the the first piece is in terms of want to talk about Braille displays. We do have the Brilliant 14 Braille display, um, and that is a 14 cell Braille display that allows for multiple five, you know, Bluetooth connections simultaneously. Um, There's also the Brilliant Sync S-Y-N-C application that allows you to sync notes from the Brilliant 14 directly to your phone. So it, that way you can take a note on the device and it will be synced to the notes app on your cell phone. Um, it will work, you know, with Android or with iOS. The Brilliant 14 is 10% off right now. So I will talk about, we, we do have um, products that are on sale uh, in terms of specials. So products like the Victor Reader uh, line of products, the Brilliant 14, as well as um, some of our low vision products. We we can talk about every, they are 10% off during the convention. So keep that in mind. The Brilliant 14 is still with us and it will be for quite some time. And what we announced today um, is that we are going to be revamping the Brilliant 40. The Brilliant 40 has been around since 2011. Um, The Brilliant BI or Braille Input 40. And it has been a workhorse. We have many users who have used it and it's great. And I'm using one here now. I've used it for a long time. But we've reached a point where our components are running out. We can't get parts to make new Brilliant 40s. So what we're doing, though, is we will still fully support them. Um, they will be absolutely, you know, used and, and will continue to work with your major screen readers. Uh, we will even, you know, repair them where, where possible. But we're not going to be making new Brilliant 40s. What we are doing is we are reinvigorating and reimagining what a Braille display is, and we're coming out with a new Brilliant 40. I don't have dates, um, but I will say it's it's somewhere by the end of the year-ish. That new Brilliant 40 will redefine kind of what a Braille display is. So we think about Bluetooth 5, so it will be the first Braille display with Bluetooth 5.0. That means you, you're going to get twice the speed, you know, you get a... a quadruple the distance in terms of reliability and stability on Bluetooth. So Bluetooth 5, the device will have onboard Braille translation. 
So you will be able to work in, it will have basic note-taking capabilities. So being able to work in DOCX or, um, and being able to easily move information to and from it. So file management will be on the device um, with, you know, access to SD cards and thumb drives and things like that. The device will also have um, stereo speakers. It will have audio capabilities, and it's going to be something that is going to really redefine how we think of a Braille display because it will have the standalone capabilities that we find on note takers with onboard translation. The device will also have wireless capabilities. So being able to get books, for instance, from from an online libraries and, and such will be doable. So we're really looking at redefining that space. Right now, um, you know, we, we just reached a point where the current Brilliant line was, we, we just can't get new parts. So it is not gone. It is still something we will support. We're just not going to be having new Brilliance until the future. And that is going to be the, the new version of the Brilliant, hopefully by the end of the year, somewhere in that time frame. So stay tuned for that news. And I can answer questions on it as well. I have not seen one personally, um, but I know that... It is going to really redefine what a Braille display does because it will provide standalone and connected capabilities in addition to being used as a Braille display um, you know, with your, with your screen reader of choice. Speaking of Braille displays, so that is the other big piece is there are two new Braille displays that we have worked with uh, in conjunction with the American Printing House for the Blind. The first, and, it, and I, I had mentioned it earlier, is the Mantis Q40. And the Mantis Q40, it's the first of its kind. It is a full QWERTY keyboard, full-size QWERTY keyboard. So if you think of the you know, Logitech external keyboard or whatever you may have, this is a full QWERTY keyboard. It has 40 Braille cells. It has internal capabilities as well as wireless capabilities. So I'll, I'll touch on, on those. But this is going to work with five devices simultaneously. So you have five Bluetooth connections. You do have function keys across the top. So you do have your F1 through F12 keys. You have the ability to USB-C charge the device. So it's got a USB-C port. It has access to thumb drives. So there is a USB slot. There's an SD card slot as well because it does have file management. So you can work with you know, RTF or TXT files as well as Microsoft Word documents directly on the device. BRF is supported. Um, you, can, you can work in Braille files as well. So on board, there is a calculator. There is a basic note taker, so that editor, if you will. And then there is um, access to online libraries. So the Mantis Q40 gives you access to Bookshare as well as NFB Newsline directly on the device through wireless. So it will connect to um, your home wireless networks and it will allow you to come in and download books from, from those libraries. In addition to obviously being able to bring things in from thumb drives and, and such. There is no audio on the Mantis Q40. It, it, there is no TTS. There's nothing there. There's no audio. So again, if, if, if you're looking for something with audio, it would be a Definitely, you know, the product might not fit those needs, but it is the first of its kind in terms of being able to work with all of our favorite devices, switching between them, just like you would with any external keyboard, but you're doing this with your 
onboard Braille because there is a Braille, you know, Braille display built into the device. So it's it's very, very cool. Um, I've been using one for the last few months and heavily, heavily using it. And it has really changed the way that I, in my kind of my productivity, because I've just been able to really fly through um, working you know, with iOS, working with my Windows PC, working with whatever it may be, um, and it allows us to quickly do that. So it's it's a very, very neat product. The other product that follows the same vein is the Chameleon 20. So that would be, think of the same, same device in terms of the capabilities. So the onboard file management, um, you know, the calculator, access to Bookshare, access to NFB Newsline, uh, but in a 20-cell footprint, so 20 Braille cells with Braille input key, so a Braille keyboard. So the Mantis is 40 cells with a full QWERTY keyboard. The Chameleon is 20 cells with a Braille input keyboard. The only difference in the two, besides just that kind of the, the size, is that the Mantis, again, does not have audio, but the Chameleon does have the ability, will have a headphone jack, um, and it can, in theory, there there is a you know the the ability for it to support audio. At this point, though, when it launches, so it will be out very shortly. Uh, there will be no audio active on the device, but it, it will have that capability. So, those two products, again, they are APH products. So that is, if you go to APH.org, that would be where you would look at those products. We 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 do build them um, and we partner with APH. So APH, the American Printing House, does distribute those devices. So if you have questions, I would strongly encourage you. Um, I, I'm happy to answer anything, but if you want more info and, and you know, trying to get your hands on, on things and whatnot, um, APH.org is where you would want to go. The Mantis is available off quota funds and that will be $24.95. And the Chameleon is going to be available off of quota funds as well, and I believe it will be fifteen ninety five. Those products are available on quota funds for those of you who have access to quota funds. Also, um, if, if in your school systems um, or through your through your through your states, so keep that in mind. I think what we're seeing with these products, and I like to call them intelligent Braille displays. You know, we we lived through the the Braille display being a terminal where it would work with our favorite screen reader, we've seen that some Braille displays have internal capabilities. So a basic note taker or a book reader, but what we have not seen and what we're so happy to bring forward is this sort of intelligent Braille display. So it does have Wi-Fi. It does have onboard Braille translation, file management, as well as the ability to connect with your favorite screen readers. So we're really looking at how do we reimagine or how do we redefine the space of what a Braille display is? And that really leads us to what we're going to be doing with the Brilliant 40 to really take it even to the next level with Bluetooth 5, you know, with down the line. Wouldn't it be killer if you had, I'm not going to say that, her name because she'll wake up all over the place. But if you had a Braille display that had a voice assistant that you could talk to and, and ask questions or that you could really, really, really take things to the next level. And I, and I, I believe that's what we're where we are going uh, at Humanware in terms of redefining the space, really reimagining what a Braille product can be. It doesn't just have to be something that works with a screen reader, or it doesn't just have to be a standalone device, right? It could be intelligent. It could run apps. It can do different things. And we're, we're trying to see how we can do that moving forward. So I 
definitely want to take questions. I know there will be lots of questions about these products and I'm happy to answer them. Um, and I'll leave. So we'll have about 20 minutes ish for that. But I, again, just wanted to reiterate all uh, the last piece before we get to questions is we do have a session this week on Thursday at noon Eastern that we are theming for ACB participants. We will be giving away a Victor Reader stream, second generation. If you would like to register, uh, we, we sent out an e-blast this week. It will also be on our social media, but you can go to our website. So www.humanware.com, click on the support link, and there you will find a link that is for our live convention page. And that will have the information on Thursday's meeting. You do have to register so that we can pick a winner. And in order to win, you have to register to, and you have to actually be there. But it's going to be themed really as an open table, sort of roundtable discussion, um, an open group where people can ask questions because I know we will have lots of questions in regard to all of our humanware products. It will be myself, Rachel Feinberg, who is out in the Bay Area. She's a product specialist. And then uh, Natalie Realm, who is our low vision product manager, will be there as well. And, and probably Andrew Flatris also, who is our Braille product manager, who I would love to have him here, but I think it's uh, 1 a.m. where he is, so he's definitely sleeping. But we certainly want to give more opportunity for questions and things as well. So we will have a roundtable sort of open forum on Thursday at noon. The other piece of this is we came out with an application called HW Buddy, and that can be a very, very useful resource for you if you are looking for material. It has all of our videos, right? There's a how-to tab, lots and lots of text instructions. And we just released the ability to push notifications to the app. So if you're not sure how to register for a webinar, you can do it right from the app because we will notify and say, hey, if you want to attend this webinar, click here to register. So you can get push notifications from the HW Buddy app as well. The HW Buddy app is really meant to be a way for you to have support right in your pocket. Instead of having to sift through our website, you can pull up products and actually get information on those products all in one place. You can also contact support directly from the app. So there is a support tab if you want to email or call into support, in addition to how-tos, videos, and so on, and the ability to favorite things. And you can search the app. Let's say you wanted to learn how to spell check or you wanted to know the battery life of your Explore Eight, you could certainly do that by searching for keywords in addition to just using the app to find resources. I love questions. I would like to mow through some questions. So if you would like to raise your hand and Tyson can uh, rock and roll through and, and we'll answer as many as we can. Okay. All right. We got some questions going on. Let's see. First person we have, Marissa. All right. I'm just going to unmute. Thank you so much. I appreciate um, the opportunity to ask a question. Sure. My question is, I have a Braille Note Apex, but I have not had an opportunity to touch a the new, the, a Braille Note Touch or a Braille Note Touch Plus. Sure. I was wondering, could you describe um, what they, what uh, either like a Braille Note um, Touch Plus looks like? Yeah, and I sure. was wondering about the Braille keyboard, like um, about about the Braille keyboard. Is it attached to it? Does it come like, is it one of those that you can like uh, remove and sure. then reattach? How does that work? It's, this is a fa I love the Braille Note Apex that I've got. Sure, sure. So the, the Braille Note Touch Plus is, if it, it 
when you feel it with the case closed, so there, there, there is a case. The Braille Note Touch Plus itself is a tablet. It is a tablet with a glass screen. However, that fits into the smart keyboard case. And the keyboard case is what contains the Braille keyboard, which flips down to cover the glass. So when you feel it with the case closed, it will feel very similar to any, you know, an Apex or another note taker that you've used. It's definitely a little bit bulkier, but it can, the keyboard is on hinges and it will flip up to expose the glass or the visual screen. And you can certainly take the, the tablet out of the smart keyboard case if you wanted to, because you can work just with the glass. If you really were comfortable with typing on the glass, you can braille directly on the glass itself. Um, or you can use the glass, you know, the screen to actually interact with applications like you would on a smartphone. But that does not mean you have to. You certainly can still use the physical keyboard, just like you, you know, would on your Apex. And many of the commands, so your main menu, your volume, your time, your date, your your options menus, all of, you know, top and bottom of file, working with cursors, all of that stuff is the same as on your Apex. There are certainly new commands, um, like any operating system. It's There's certainly some things that will be different. There are certainly some people who love their apexes we we hear and i hear from them all the time um and this can be a, a jump depending on what it is you're doing um to go from a braille note apex to a touch plus but i certainly you know in in regards to the the physical unit uh it is that traditional note taker feel the other question is uh, uh, marissa where, where are you at because we certainly uh, could she's, get she's already somewhere. been muted oh okay because um, i wonder she's, yeah. she's from michigan Okay, so it, at some point, um, you know, it will will it would be great to have you know to have an event. I don't know what we're going to be anywhere where you could actually get your hands on one lately, but we can certainly figure that out at some mm-hmm. point. In time. Okay, and we have Eva, who's uh, unmuted, ready to go. Eva, hi, <laughs> my name's Eva. I hope I don't seem too old school, but I just received a new uh, Brilliant Forty, uh-huh. and I noticed that it didn't come with a hard copy um, user guide. When I called support, she's like, well, you can go to the support thing and go um, download it, and that's fine. But is there any way possible I can get a hard copy uh, of the user I'm of the sure I can. Yeah, if you send an email to humanwarelive at humanware.com, I can, I can do my, I can, I can make you one in free matter, you know, free matter. Awesome. You, Thank like, you. Um, Appreciate it. I that. have lots of humanware products, so humanware is one of my favorite. Dangerous. Oh, that's great! Yeah, no, we're, I'm 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 happy to to emboss you, um, uh, you know, a, a, the user manual. It, it okay, is. Thank you. I will send you the BRF as well, but I I just send send an email to humanware live at humanware dot com, and we'll we'll go from there. Okay. Thanks, great. Eva. No problem. We have Melanie online. Melanie. Hello, I've got a question about the new Mantis and Chameleon Braille displays. Yes. Um, specifically the access to online libraries on those devices. Do you do that through um, the, a BART app and a Victor app, like on the BrailleNote Touch? Or is there, can you do that just using um, your internet browser and going to the sites yourself? So so it's, it's a great question. So there, the online services that are on the Mantis and Chameleon are again access to Bookshare and access to NFB Newsline. Those are done directly through their 
you know, the, the Mantis itself. It connects to your Wi-Fi much like it would on a Victor Reader stream. So there is on the main menu, there is an area called online services that you would press enter on and you would actually go in and you have Bookshare and NFB Newsline and you would put in your config, you know, your account details mm -hmm. so that you're, you're not installing an app or anything like that. It is built into the unit and you're, okay. you're enabling your accounts. And then once they're enabled, you can go in and sync your newspapers or download books from Bookshare um, directly within the device. There's no browser on the device. Ah, okay. It's just done through. It's just done so done through through the device itself. You put them in a in an in a in a particular. Yeah. So the books go, go into their on the main menu. There's something called library, and that would be where your books would ah, be read. Okay. You would read your books in the library application that's on the main menu. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. We have Kate. Kate. Yes. Hi. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Okay. Um. First of all, I want to tell you one thing. I have been listening to your webinars, with the exception of maybe two or three. Um, awesome. The Braille stuff, since April or March, whenever you started, it feels like about 50 years ago. But um, anyway, you do such a great job. So oh, thank I you really, so much. I really enjoyed them so much, and I've learned great. a ton. So, That's awesome. Um, We're going to keep them coming. We're going to keep them coming for sure. Because we, so, and Kate's referring to Humanware Live, which we've, I just had it, uh, we were doing them twice a week for about three months. Right. Now we do it once a week, but it was something that we just said, hey, we're at home and we just want to provide information. So we do it every Thursday and they are yes. all archived yeah. and that's great. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a wonderful thing. It honestly, awesome. I just really enjoyed them. I'm at TBI and I teach. Yeah, so it's been great. Um, do you have any idea what the price of the, the new Brilliant will be? I would imagine you probably don't know that yet. I don't know at this point okay. in time. The yeah. the offer, so we, we have announced an offer uh, where it is 54 cells for the price of 40. So what that means is if you want a new Brilliant 40, if somebody wants a new Brilliant 40, you obviously won't be getting that until they're ready, which would probably be right. somewhere at the end of the year. So what we're mm -hmm. doing is you will get a free Brilliant 14, Oh, um, that you can keep and basically you, you would, you know, and you will lock in that, that price guarantee mm -hmm. as well. Um, that will, wow. it will be the same price if you buy it now. So oh. there at some point we don't know the pricing, but if, if someone were to purchase, you know, from now until the end of the year, you yeah. would get that brilliant 14 and the price would be the same mm -hmm. as the current, you know, BI 40. Wow. Okay. So yeah, yeah. And again, that's, that is just like hot off the presses. I, I think the communication went out at about four o'clock this afternoon. So it's, wow. it's new news. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, really yeah. But, it is um, exciting. So we're, we're okay. really hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much again thank you. for all of your work. Okay. Oh, thanks a ton. Thanks, Kate. Okay. And we have Carrie Ann. And how, many more do you want to, how many more do you want to go? Oh, we'll just keep them coming, man. Keep them running. All right. I love questions. Hello, Peter. Hello. Um, two things. Will Will Bard ever be available on the Mantis or the Chameleon? And um, advantages, I have a Braille Note Touch and advantages of upgrading to the Braille Note Plus, plus sure. uh, Touch Plus. And do you get, do, you, do they upgrade your device or do you get a different one or how does sure. that work? Sure. So the first question, to the, the answer is, um, no, there's no BARD access on the Mantis or Chameleon. BARD will, in all likelihoods, most likely be on our Brilliant 40. Um, we, we certainly would, would hope to have that. But when it comes to APH, uh, there is, 
you know, there is currently a program with NLS that is that is very much in the works to provide Braille displays. So they don't want to have that cross. Um, and so as of right now, the online services are um, our NFB Newsline and Bookshare. There, to my knowledge, is not any plan to add BARD to that. With the second piece of your question, in terms of the, the upgrade, the upgrade is your unit would go in. It's the same shell. So it's the same shell with, with all new guts, new internals, new charging port. It basically takes about five to 10 business days. And it essentially takes your unit and soups it up. So it's the boost up program, which is still in existence. So it's less than a third of the price of a new unit. So a new Braille Note Touch Plus 32 is $5,695. If you have a Braille Note Touch and you want to boost up to the Touch Plus, that is $1,795 um, or $99. Oh my gosh. I might have just messed up the price. I think $17.99. But it, that would allow you to boost up your unit. So you can take, uh, we would take your unit, pick it up, bring it back to, you know, to, to the office, get new innards in it, and get it back to you. In terms of the differences, it's that speed, it's the stability. The um, you know we've redesigned Easy Reader Plus is a huge addition, um, which replaces the Victor Reader application. So you can come in and download directly from Bookshare right within Easy Reader Plus and Reader Books in Braille or or use Speech. You can also um, you know we we redefined the web browser, so we're using Chrome, which is far, far, far better than what we had with KeyWeb on the original Touch because it uses web element navigation. So we can use H for heading or B for button or L for link like we do with JAWS, right? So we're getting that true full web browsing experience on a modern web browser. Um, there are lots of differences just in, in terms of how apps run and the stability of them. A lot of third-party apps will run much smoother. And I really just, the, the lagginess is, is the big piece. The Braille Note Touch is still supported. Uh, we still certainly can, there's lots we can do with it, but in terms of the plus, it really is about accessing modern, you know, the cloud, all of the different applications and doing it in a very reliable and stable way. Um, in addition to now with the calculator and, and some of the other pieces that have, that have really, you know, set things in motion and what we're going to be coming out with PDF support in the word processor, as well as doing some things with Keymail. And there will be lots and lots and lots of, of updates going forward on the Braille Note Touch Plus. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, Josh. Josh. Just a quick question about uh, the Humanware website. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you said we're able to go onto a link for the raffle for the Victor Reader on Thursday, correct? Yes. So on our um, website, if you there, if you're on our website, you would click on the support link, okay. and then one, once you click on support, there is a page that says live convention. All right, and Thank that you is where you will find the information for uh, Thursday's webinar. All right. Thank you for the information. Thank you, Josh. Thank Thanks you. for being here. All right, we have Mitchell on the line. Mitchell. Hello. So I have a question. So you're saying how the Brilliant uh, 40 will be able to be connected to high Bluetooth devices. Will this by chance be a feature of the Touch Plus as well, like in regards to the Braille terminal? 
You know, I'm not sure. Um, I, I, I don't know the answer to that because I, I know that with the new one, it will have Bluetooth 5.0. We don't have that on the touch. I don't see why we couldn't connect to multiple devices. So that is something that I certainly will pass along to the pro- to our product management sort of side of things because I don't know the answer to whether or not we're, we're, we are able to connect to multiple devices when in Braille terminal. But it's certainly, okay. I love the suggestion. I will I will float it up the ladder. Yeah, because I've had times where, like, I was trying, like, I'm just going to use USB because. Uh, sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, and next, I'm going to butcher this, so I apologize. Is it Katie or Cotty? And Katie? As with S- Katie. It's Katie, but Jaws says Cotty, so either way is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, uh, my last I, name I is Tusik, and it can never, ever say anything oh, like sure. my screen reader. So. <laughs> Peter, I must say this has been an excellent presentation, and I was a teacher for 35 years, and I love to listen to people teach. I have a question for you, though. Um, I have an Apex, and I'm very much interested in upgrading to the Braille Note Touch, but I have many, many files mm-hmm. on my Apex. Is there a way that I can bring them into the uh, Braille note, Braille, the Braille Plus. Yes. So the, the the short answer is yes, but the the long answer is you need to have an Apex to do it. So on the Apex, what you will need to do, because I'm assuming that those are all KWB files. Yes, I have some KWBs and some docs. Sure. So the docs will be no problem. Those will come over with with no problem. But what you would want to do, should you upgrade, you want to go into the translation menu of your Braille Note Apex. So you go into the into um, your file manager, go into the translation menu, and you need to export those files as DOCX. There is a process, and I have a document that walks that walks through the steps. I also uh, the Mystic Access tutorial that comes with the Braille Note Touch Plus. The, the steps are covered there as well. So Chris and Kim, who make wonderful wonderful tutorials, they cover. Um, the process of exporting, you know, translating those files, but you would have to do that on your apex through that translation menu. And then that, that would be, you're basically taking all of you know, the, the processes to mark all of your Braille files, convert them all from KWB into DOC or, you know, and then, and then they will open on your plus. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And we have Anne is up next. Anne, you are up next. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Peter. Uh, How are you? Love the presentation. D- doing great. Just started the webinars a couple of weeks ago. Got a lot to learn. I've had the Touch Plus since uh, since November. Had had it upgraded. Right now, I primarily use it with my phone, and mm-hmm. I am having a terrible time pairing the thing. I mean, I, I call in for tech support. I right. um. It, it it just will not stay paired, and it goes off Bluetooth. I almost hate turning it off because I know it's one, t- one time it took me about an hour to get it paired, turning the phone off and yeah, on. sometimes it, that it, process, because it, it's so different, too, and there's notifications that <laughs> pop up, you know. <laughs> Tell me, I mean, is there, I mean, what can I do to make this well, right now, I, I, I would love the Brilliant, but I don't have any other way to, you know, and, no, and, no, and no, once it's fine. paired... 
oh, it, it's fine, but I just have a- I think I think what it comes down to, because it, it's a really good question, and I'm positive that you're not the only person who struggles <laughs> with, with the Braille terminal and getting things, you know, paired and keeping them paired. Uh, the, the pairing generally is, is not the issue. I think what happens a lot is with Bluetooth, and, and it's not just, of course, it's, you know, frustrating and it, it's, it's happening on the Braille side of things. But with Bluetooth and the way that voiceover works or the way that screen readers work, generally, mm-hmm. it's, it's all about the process. So if, for instance, you're not in your Braille terminal and then you, you unlock your phone, you've already kind of like hiccuped the process because I, in a perfect world, you are in the Braille terminal before and after you wake up or, you know, or put your phone to sleep because the Bluetooth connection is is such that it requires you to be in the terminal and if you leave the terminal like if you hit your triangle or you or you press space with e you're effectively cutting off that connection and that can be really frustrating because it will you just think well i want to go back to the main menu and do something in keyword and then come back to my phone and then the process gets funky what you you definitely want to do if you're in your braille terminal and you have it working so again you set up your pairing always go into your terminal first then wake your phone up then unlock your phone because voiceover only looks for a phone within the first uh, braille display that is within the first second or two of being you know awake so if you don't do it that way like if if you try to go into braille terminal you will notice that you're gonna have to put your phone to sleep and wake it up and sometimes things just get all messed up so you always want to go in your braille terminal first once you're in your braille terminal then wake up your phone if you notice that it's that it's not working what i would strongly recommend you do is tell siri to turn off bluetooth then tell siri to turn on bluetooth and then toggle voiceover and that generally will fix it also from the apple side it'll re kind of repair that connection okay okay yeah i do the bluetooth off and bluetooth on yeah i mean i've tried i tried going and going into braille terminal well the other thing too is always if you're leaving your terminal just hit the main menu key don't press your triangle don't use space with e or that will effectively chop off that bluetooth oh yeah i hit the home button the home yeah yeah and then, mm-hmm. and then knowing that also when you, you know, when you're in the Braille terminal and you want to turn, you know, lo- make sure you're in your Braille terminal and then put your phone to sleep as well. It just has to do with the way that voiceover in particular looks for Braille displays when, when you're using Bluetooth. And JAWS gets even weirder sometimes with how, how it tries to find Braille displays. And we've all had days where things just come undone, right? And, and it generally is just that process. And I know it's frustrating. I, I know it's frustrating. Um, but I, I do believe that having it in that order, just making okay. sure you're in your terminal first, then unlocking your phone. And, and if you're not seeing Braille, turning Bluetooth off and on, and then definitely toggling voiceover because voiceover is what drives that Braille support. So voiceover needs to find that Braille display. Okay. And then sometimes I find that, that when I go 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 to pair it, you know, in um in, in, in settings, there are all these previous occurrences of you know trying to pair it. So I have to sure. forget all of those, you know, and just have the it current sh- one. They shouldn't be there. It, you <laughs> well, should not have are. a lot of um what what version of iOS are you running? You know, on your on your phone? Peter, we have about 14. five minutes left. I mean, what, okay. what, what is it, 14, but the, the latest. Okay. Whatever the latest latest. Because generally when you go into voiceover, you know, which is where you would pair it, you shouldn't, you should not see multiple occurrences. You definitely want to forget them and, and don't, don't go into Bluetooth, but you'll do it through voiceover 
under Braille. That's where you should see it. If you're if you're trying to do it from the actual Bluetooth side of your phone, like going into general, going to Bluetooth, that will get all funky because that's not where the Braille oh, yeah. is driven. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, don't get shut down. Like, and and I tell this to everyone. <laughs> you're you're smarter than a Braille Note Touch Plus. You're smarter than an iPhone, right? Don't let them win. Um, I know it, I know it can be frustrating, but I I I would strongly recommend just following kind of in that sequence. And you should. But just one other quick. I, I know. No, that, that I'm after- sorry. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to okay. move forward. Okay. Thanks. All right. Rock Thank roll. you. Okay. I've got one person who's been waiting unmuted for through those oh, last two questions. Awesome. So um, if we can just get her in real quick, and then yeah. we got to wrap it up. Let's okay. Do it. So Deborah, you can you can ask your question. Make it quick, please. Oh, sure. No problem. Um, Those live webinars have been great. They've given me a great jump start on learning my Braille Note Touch Plus. And I just have a question. I'm just curious. Since you can remove uh, the Braille Note Touch Plus from the keyboard case, Mm -hmm. do you guys happen to have another type of case that you can carry around? Yes. The there is portion of it. there is an executive products case that works with just the tablet. Yes, if you were somebody who's very comfortable with touch braille, you can certainly get that case, and it, it lessens the weight by a lot yes. because the smart case is is bulky, um, and it and it is an executive products case. I believe it is ninety five dollars, but I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure. I mean, I know Paul Paul Stevenson is on here. Um, he might know the actual price of the case, but there is an executive products case. Yes, that is just for the tablet. So, do I just Google executive products then? Yeah, or you can um, you can you can always give us a call. I mean, customer service we we can we can get you know we can get you the pricing and things like that. Um, but you can Google it as well. It is an executive products Braille Note Touch Plus uh, you know leather case that was, okay. it just works with the tablet. Wonderful. All right. All right. Thank, you, Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, Peter, you got about two minutes to go ahead and wrap up for the night. All right. So in summary, uh, I just want to say I I always appreciate the opportunity. Uh, So thank you to ACB. Um, We're glad to be a sponsor. We do have show specials, so 10% off uh, the Brilliant 14, 10% off the Victor Reader Trek, 10% off the Victor Reader Stream, second generation. Um, If you would like more information, www.humanware.com. You can also, if you have, uh, remember that there is the live webinar on Thursday. So please, we we encourage you to come and ask questions. If you have questions, um, much like this, HW Buddy app, lots of Braille fun. I really enjoyed the opportunity. Thank you, ACB, and thanks to everybody. And uh, hopefully next year. Anybody, everyone can come by our table and get their hands all over everything because this year is uh, this year's different. So, doing the best we can. Okay, thank you so much, Peter, and thank you uh, to Humanware for being a, a sponsor and such good partners with with ACB. We're always so excited when you guys come and talk and tell us all about the new exciting stuff you guys got coming out. And me personally, I'm going to tell you right now, my Trek is the most loved device in my house. <laughs> We're going to have some awesome stuff on Wednesday night. I, I I'm getting my maps. questions revved up for you already. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, offline map browsing, it's good. Right. So okay. So uh, thank you all for attending, and uh, I'm going to give out this the closing ceu code so get your pencils ready it is bf5ff i'll repeat that again b like bravo f like frank the number five ff like frank 
Okay. Thank you all for attending. There's uh, so much more going on tonight. Uh, I hope you guys are having a great convention. And uh, Peter, I will see you on Thursday. Rock and roll. See you Wednesday Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday. (laughs) Wednesday, Thursday. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. All right, guys. Have a good night. Have a great convention, everybody.